Hey, this is Keith. Or some actor playing Keith, I'm not really sure anymore. But um, we're coming to the end. The end of my Los Angeles con spree. But before I leave, I have some scores to set and discover a couple truths to be revealed. It's all going to come down to the season finale of Rideshare Episode X. It's going to drop on December 3rd. Now, until then, I want you to catch up by binge listening the first season. And I suggest that you do exactly as I say. Or you're going to miss all the fun. Hey, it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy. You got to sink this putt to win. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world and we do it all over breakfast. Or should I say breakfast? Every week on Breakfast, you get inside Hollywood info and tips, great breakfast wrecks and booty debates. Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's Breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. favorites gi joe podcast show doing cartoons of the 90s 80s sometimes around it but right now we're doing the 90s and it's a holiday episode guys we're in the middle of holiday time one might say christmas time ah you racist here on Knowing is Half the Podcast, I am Ray Stacanus. Robert Clark Chan. And we are joined by a very special guest. Gina's not here this week. Look, Gina's working on a show called The Unicorn. And watch it. It's on just, CBS. You know what? Pause the show. Watch the most recent episode of The Unicorn. Then come back and you'll say, okay, Gina's doing good stuff. So, you know, yeah. I got my Gina fill even if... Uh, she did the Thanksgiving episode. She co-wrote it with uh, Skander Aleem. And so, like, go watch that. And then, like... This is this is what Gina does when she's not here, and you can decide for yourself whether or not it's worth it. I'm not gonna lie, that Thanksgiving episode was wonderful. It was pretty. Damn it was good. really really good, and I don't even have to just like put on my put on my friend goggles and just be like, no <laughs> man, your show's great. I'm so thankful we can do that because it's on CBS, so that's a red flag there already. Yeah, right. Right. Um, yeah. But uh, the, yeah, I'm, I'm I was pleasantly. Uh, uh, I don't want to say surprise because I don't think that's the right word, but it was very pleasant to watch thankful. the show and have it be so Just be thankful. Mm-hmm. So the whole, the, all the unicorn is good. That yeah. episode in particular was excellent, and yeah. I'm just so happy to know Gina who did that thing. Yay! But she's not here today. <laughs> who is here today? We have uh, okay, r- okay. I'm gonna screw it up. So Bunny oh, Ears wow. the uh, the web series. You're a writer for it. Uh, the website. Yeah. Website. Okay. <laughs> website. And then wrestling. Pro wrestling. You're an Watch announcer him for that. Try show. and remember yep, your the name. Play by play commentator. It's, it's, it's Eric Barnes. <laughs> yes. No. And I remember Eric Barnes. One. Okay. Here's the deal. Because I, I had a very good friend in college whose name was also Eric Barnes. What? And so was when, it me? It was not <laughs> you. Oh. It was a large African American fellow. Are you uh, sure it wasn't me? It was with a C mm. and not a K. Oh. That's the well, only reason. There that we I go. Know. Yeah. <laughs> 
So no. that's bizarro me. So when you appeared on the scene and started appearing in all these things, because we don't really know each other. Eric, no, we don't. But we've been in the same circles for like 15 years yeah, now. It's nuts, so right? The fact we don't is weird and problematic in its, its own criminal. way. It's yeah, criminal. It kind of is. It really is. Yeah, yeah. But I'm Eric, very glad to finally meet you. I'm very glad to finally have you on the show. And finally, now we can Facebook because we've met in real life. Yeah. So I get excited. So, uh, and that's my rule. You got to, you got, if I haven't met you in real life, I do not want to Facebook you. Uh, uh, that's, to that's the people at smart home, advice. It's actually. just the rule. Yeah. Like if I've met you once, then at least I we it's close enough. Yeah. But anyway, tell the people at home more about yourself. I've I've butchered the intro like yeah, I it's always perfectly do. Fine. <laughs> I thought it was perfectly fine. I'm an actor, writer, comedian, and I you know do some uh, the occasional commercial or two. And then uh, if I'm not doing that, I am writing comedy articles frequently for Bunny Ears, Rad. Macaulay Culkin's Onion type website dig it and uh yeah i'm a play-by-play uh announcer for brian kendrick's uh wrestling pro wrestling out here in los angeles the brian kendrick the brian kendrick pretty rad yeah uh so you can see wrestlers like serial man the cultured boy ricotta flair <laughs> and uh king giraffe Adora, a three-headed giraffe dragon uh Wrestle in a ring in Burbank. I do a uh, wrestling podcast now, and uh, one of the things I uh, told uh, the people on that show was like, next year we're going to start going to shows, because there's a crap ton of shows around here. There is so much local independent pro wrestling that's all excellent that you should go. Honestly, if you like a TV14 Muppet show, you should come to WPW. You guys would love it. (laughs) December 21st is our next show, and January 25th is our one after that. We keep having people... People that are uh, either directly involved in pro wrestling or pro wrestling adjacent, it's enough to make me want to lace the boots up one more time and do one last run. I would pay so much money to see you get destroyed <laughs> like that. Which is weird because when I was doing it before, you didn't come at all. Uh, in fairness, I didn't know you. Well, yeah, Chan did. I did. Did I? You did. Really? Like 10 years ago. We weren't friends, but you knew me. <laughs> I just really wanted to make you uncomfortable for a moment. You Sorry. did not. Damn, not well, it's really hard because I'm cap- incapable of making you uncomfortable at sure. this point. Hey, have you come to any of the uh, sketch or improv shows I've done in the past? Uh- I, I did. I came to see you do a bit where you threw Egon off the balcony in a, I think it was the Stacey Roomaker show. Uh no, Which but show was I that did where you do threw that. He got off the balcony. That was uh uh I think that was our last uh, uh Slackjaw show. I so, so I went to that show. You know what? I will thank you. Fair play. Thank you. Well, gentlemen. <laughs> Guys, this is really riveting to the people at home. No, right no. Now. I I just wanted to break up the bickering because it's Christmas. It is Christmas. So what, it is. Uh, or holiday. Eric, <laughs> talk to us about the Flintstone family Christmas. Now, uh, what is your uh, affiliation with the Flintstones? Did you watch it when you were a kid? Have you seen this special before? Does it have memories I, for you? I more than likely have seen this special before and have lost it to memory because there are 9,000 different animated Christmas specials. It's a fact. Sure. There are, in uh, fact, three separate uh, Flintstone Christmases. And I'm very familiar with... Uh, the Flintstones Christmas Carol. That was the third one, which is uh, my okay. per- which is my personal favorite. Gotcha. Uh, one of my personal favorites, but my personal favorite of the Flintstones era. Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, how can you escape the Flintstones? Because they were just everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. At, at I- one point, it's a timeless show because it was on in nine since the sixties, the sixties, fifties, yeah. whatever. Yeah, and it's just on syndication and all that stuff and. 
apparently was made into 90s cartoons. It sure was. Now, yeah. I, I have only seen this of the three Flintstones Christmases, but I promise you this is my least favorite of the three. <laughs> it is sort of my least favorite, too. It's it's rough. I mean, uh, Yeah, I, I almost went with the 70s one. Uh, the first one, yeah. but it was it was an hour long. I'm like, I'm nope. not going to subject nah. it anybody. This is a half hour. It's great. I looked at, at it. At least and I was, it was 23 minutes. And yeah. this was yeah. suggested by somebody on Patreon. Is well, they not? said like a, some one of the Flintstones Christmas specials. You know so what? Like, we'll take it. And guys uh, on Patreon, thank you so much. Knowing us half the podcast yep. on uh, Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash knowing us half the podcast. And so we, we put it up for the people and we said we want to, and we're going to do more than one, I believe. We're going to do plenty uh, of Christmas themed episodes. Uh, and we appreciate you guys. I just want to say, here's us doing the thing that we said we were going to do. Because the last couple of months, we've been a little slacking <laughs> as far as that goes. But you got T-shirts. Uh, In fact, one... I'm wearing one right now. <laughs> I still have, uh, you, I think, two more to get patrons out. patrons sat on their laps and asked <laughs> for this for Christmas. Yes. And now, and and both and both of your Santa hosts are giving it to you. And what I would say right now, just to open up this episode, and let's just get crack it open yeah. here, because I'm going to ask the uh, obvious question first. Real quick. Yes. Uh, Shane A. Abel was the one who uh, Thank you, Shane. Uh, suggested it, too. This was nominated for a not just not no, just an Emmy, not it. just a daytime stop Emmy, it. primetime Emmy oh in 1993. No. They watched this and were like, "There is nothing better than this." This was, and I understand why they did it. Uh, maybe the politically correct uh, uh, was just starting to come into its own at that uh, time. It was yeah. did, it was not politically correct? <laughs> no, it wasn't. Was but not. I think it was it, for its era. It was trying to be, but poorly. Uh, well, I'll, I'll there was the a lot of it problems. I'll ask the first question here, which is the obvious question everybody's going to be asking. Themselves, Flintstones takes place in the in the caveman era. How the do they have Batman. freaking Christmas? How, there was no Jesus yet. It's literally BC. <laughs> yeah. So how are we celebrating Christmas in the Flintstones universe? I don't know. I hope you guys. Well, have an because it's a pagan holiday. Okay, fair. <laughs> uh, fair. I believe that's because they are celebrating the birth of Jesus Stone Christ. As we all yeah. know, you can just add stone to anything. Thank you for bringing that up because they didn't even try. No, they no, did they not. Did not. I, I know you two didn't see uh, uh, Flintstones Christmas Carol. But they at least tried in the sense of, like, instead of Jacob Marley, it's Jacob Marbley. Okay. You know? Right. Okay. Uh, it's, it's a bone-kneezer Scrooge. I'm with that. Okay, well, you know? that sounds it, like... It's not, it's not just, at least with the puns, they, they're like, ha-ha, it, it, it's, it's dad oh, humor. Hold on, Eric. But are you this... sure you didn't watch the porn Christmas special? Because Ebonezer 100% sounds oh, like it should be. It. I'm sure the that Wood was Rocket. what I think it was Ebonezer Scrooge in the um, Beavis and Butthead do uh, Christmas. And special. Chan, obviously, because the porn version is Ebonezer Scrooge. Screwed. Oh, you went yeah. Scrooge. I went, I went Scrooge. Yeah. Scrooge. Okay. Yeah. Here's the deal. They both work. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that would be the full porn effect. Full disclosure. And Chan, for the record, before you go there, Eric, yeah. don't bring it up on your goddamn computer, Chan, because I know that's the next step. I, uh, <laughs> full disclosure, I, uh, I gave myself. Uh, the task of watching as many adaptations of A Christmas Carol as possible for the season. So there are, I'm at like 12, the, oh, which well. is why this is so vivid to me. Is that a podcast? I feel like that's a podcast someone could do year-round. I'm Just sure. watching send-ups of A Christmas Carol and talking I about it. I just want to do Crisis on Infinite Scrooges and just have all the <laughs> like different... It. 
Scrooge just gather together to fight an intergalactic threat. We did an episode of with their I, miserness. It was either last year or the year before we did a, a, re, a real Ghostbusters cartoon where they went back in time and captured the ghosts from a Christmas Carol. Oh, no, acted by they didn't know what they were doing, and so they like ruined Christmas for all future <laughs> generations because Scrooge like took. I don't even know how it worked. I forget already. It but was kind of like a Biff uh, Tannen with the yes. With the 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 what's it called the, the back to the, the future sports no. the sports book sports book yeah. thank you that's uh, what I was looking at. <laughs> Chan's looking at I know you're looking at no oh. no no Chan we're not talking so, about Flint, it. so uh, Flintstones family Christmas nineteen ninety three please so we we open the show with a fr- this is the part that made me really angry about it one of the many it's the fact that they were just taking modern stuff from nineteen ninety three and modern inventions and just putting it in the Flintstones universe and not really answering. Answering the always, question how yeah the, that was the case of the cartoon though. it was but i think they at least tried to keep it's hard to say they were trying to keep the flintstones grounded but they were definitely not doing that on any level here they were making modern era jokes and just being like and the flintstones are doing it right and th- this <laughs> and, and maybe that's the gag and i'm just oblivious to it if i went back i'd be like oh okay i get it but it felt like it was really egregious here Here's, I, I just thought it was weird that they got mail on christmas day oh that's real oh it's not a holiday, I guess. I guess not. For not in Flintstoneton. And by that, I mean Bedrock. I'm with it. <laughs> um, yeah, like, all of the things that they're doing are exactly what they were doing when the show was at its peak in the 60s. They're just doing it less well. You know, okay. it's just like... Uh, there's, it's there's, lazier. There's good sitcoms and there's bad sitcoms, you know. Uh, they're all doing the same Look, thing. Look, the boss but... said we need to do another friggin' Flintstones Christmas special. Well, it's... <laughs> okay. This was the first one after 15 years, I Something think. Something like so. that, yeah. But even it's like, I'm advancing forward, I, we'll, we'll go back, but it's just like, they get mugged by a guy holding a gun, and they go, oh, he has a gun, he will shoot us. I... But then the kid's like, oh, it's a stick. I... And I'm just like, but you it thought it doesn't even a have a twigger. It doesn't have a twigger. That's maybe the best joke of the entire... Yeah, I, th- I had to oh point Oh my that god, out. I just I just got that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was like, wait a minute, does he have a speech impediment because he's a little kid? And then I forgot about no, it. No, it's a stick, it, so it's yeah. wigs. It's a okay, good... My, that's, that's but like they, they, they apparently positing a world where guns exist in this... Oh, they did that even before that wooden gun had... They mentioned like, what? oh, another drive-by stoning. Oh, uh, that yeah. was a line. No, no, that, that was a line. I, I need that. Because I'm, that made me very unhappy. Everywhere you look, the bedrock savings and loan stone collapse. Another drive-by stoning last night. That's. I mean, that was so upsetting. Weird. Very. So Uh, okay. Savings and stone. The savings and stone. The the correlate. They even did like uh, I I made a list. If you'll. Bear with me. Mm-hmm. The Corleone stones instead of the Corleone. Yeah. That is so that rough. Uh, Charlie Manson stone. Not even Manson. O'Hare. Uh, the 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 airline O'Hare stone. Yeah. That that I was like, what the? F-? You just added it on. Yeah. They uh, just gave up. They were that, too drunk. They introduced a new character, and what was his name? Fucking Stony. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's if, right. Not even trying. If he had uh, first been of all, the, his like, name is Roy. Because I, I picture it like The Simpsons, okay. and Roy just showed up, and now he's the central character of the show. He's like the cousin Oliver of Yeah, that. yeah. No, I mean, if you recall on The Simpsons, they, they made fun of that fact. It's like, yeah, Boy. sometimes I just add a new character in order Love to jazz things up when things are going bad. And he goes, hi, Mr. S. Hey, Roy. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what Stoney was in this. 
Should we? Uh, uh, I'm curious. If we're you, jumping around. We're I'm jumping sorry, around. Man. I mean, let, let me just go back to the beginning here, Chad, yeah. real quick, because it opens with them somehow. Uh, there's an electric eel generator, so they can have lights on their roof that spell out like "Merry Christmas" from the Flintstones or whatever the f it was supposed to say. Yeah. And then there's a big gag where it blows up, yeah. be- and then it just says "Fatso," yeah. which doesn't even that uh, that's that's a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's a stretch. What I think is a stretch is that Wilma and Betty are grandmothers. Okay, okay, and yes, they keep that. I I don't know what they're doing. They're but gilfs, no question. Hell yeah, they they're every, you every go, ladies. Every character of the main four of the Flintstones looks exactly the same as they always have, yep. except now they have like a twenty-seven-year-old Pebbles and Bam Bam, and, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Who live who live in Holly Hollystone? Is that what I just? Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's yeah. Holly Rock. It's Holly Rock. Yeah. Uh, and, w- quick note. Uh, Pebbles was played by Megan Mullally. Yes, she was. Uh, As I was glancing at the uh, credits, I was like, holy shit, is Nick Offerman in this too? And then I realized when I went back and looked, like, there's some other dude is like uh, Nick Jameson, but he was like right above Megan Mullally. And since I associate Nick Offerman and Megan Mullally, I was like, oh my God. No. God, grown up Bam Bam? That would have been a good Nick Offerman. You know what? If you want to do a reboot... Bam, yeah, bam. if you want to do a bam, 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 <laughs> bam, bam that's bam, solid. Bam. That's solid. <laughs> I, I was disappointed he had actual dialogue in this. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been great okay. if he would have just kept that bit. God. That was weird that uh, he didn't speak because there's a bit at the end where like he's doing a thing and he should just say like Merry Christmas or like Hey, sorry for touching your butt or whatever. Yeah, and he's just silent. Wait, just smiling and was silent. he touching someone's butt in this? To uh, lift up the kid. Yeah. Oh, all right, yeah, you're yeah, fine. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the, the gags, and this is, I, it just, it was really grating to me how they were just making like this is a modern thing that is newly happening in the year 1993, I, I, and I'm just like, and, oh, and homeless they, and children. Just, yes, but <laughs> they've been around forever. The portable phone gag that they oh, did, where oh. I bought, I bought him a portable phone, which is like, what was it, like a dinosaur that just moves? It was a turtle. A turtle. I, I guess. My specials call waiting. Yeah, I didn't understand the bits. Because he's waiting for a call. It's a bad joke. My specialty is call waiting. Yeah, I'm not into that. And so we get the call. (laughs) Grandkids are on the way, and so they're uh, they're on a flight. There's no explanation coming from O'Hare Stone. How flight works Mm. in this? Are they riding a pterodactyl? Yeah, I assume they probably are. Probably, but like, what if they're not? What if it's just a lazy ass, just like actual airplane that just has like a pterodactyl under it? Like that's the level. It's every. Have you seen their cars? It's just. Feet, <laughs> that somehow makes sense to me. <laughs> You're that, trying to that find sense in the Flintstones. I know. Keep in mind, they're a modern Stone Age family. Yeah, but then it's just, there's even references to just like, oh, and we have to make sure we get some Turkey Saurus helper. Like it's a hamburger helper joke in the Flintstones, and I guess I want them to be higher level than that. The, you clearly have not seen the Flintstones before. I, actually, no, this one is weird because. A turkey saurus is obviously a turkey in yeah. the Stone Age. Sure. There is, uh, to the best of my knowledge, no turkey helper, and especially not at holiday time. You wouldn't be making like a... Um, right. If you uh, if you made hamburger helper for the holidays, you were a sad human being. Well, what right. if you made but, turkey burger helper? 
I'm fine with that. So right. that's okay. Now, okay. if it were Turkey Burger Source Helper, then it would be fine. That's fine. They would have followed the logic through, and I would have been okay with it. I see. Okay. <sighs> and then we meet our, our new protagonist, new character, because Fred and Barney get mugged by a very, very <laughs> tall fellow who looks like just a kid standing on the shoulders of another kid. That pays off. And he mugs them with a gun and steals their watch and wallets. And then somehow pawns them. What pawn shop just takes wallets? Can we back up real quick? Because he throws the turkey at him, knocks the top off. The bottom is still running around. And they're like, this is totally normal. uh, One for that. But but a plot hole. Another plot hole is this. Who is the second kid? Second kid disappears. Never to be seen again. He's just there. We don't know his name. He's up there with the the second shooter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In the Kennedy assassination. Who? Who was the bottom half of this Vincent Adultman in uh, in Flintstone's form? If this were uh, an hour-long special, we would have got into the backstory. He would have come back for vengeance because now that the uh, kid has his own home, like this other You thought I was kid, just an ass and feet, but I'm a fully grown boy. This is like a Cape Fear situation, I think. Yeah. Well, we meet this kid. His name is Stoney, and he's a terrible kid. He's a terrible human being. He is just awful. Ten ways to Sunday, and we're also introduced to Stella Stalactite, the social services worker, who's who's even worse than Stony. But she's being portrayed as the antagonist. What? But yes. I think she is a decent human yes. being. Yes, that's what's very upsetting to me is she's the bad guy in this, she's, and all she's doing is trying to take care of a horrible human being. She's and do right by him. Uh, uh, she's not doing right by him by flat out saying, "Yeah, he's an asshole." But he is an asshole. She's I'm not real. saying that, but you don't say that in front of a kid because that I would way, say it in it, front of this kid. At well, this point, he is <laughs> he is she she's not saying she's not even saying he's an asshole. She's saying he has done this, 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 this and this like to let them know that he is right. a danger in front of him, though. He that's knows that. But he knows but no, he did those but no, things. She's not like you're a bad a, person and you will never amount to anything. That's exact. That's pretty much what she's saying. Well, she's right. Um, <laughs> she tells his story, and it turns out that uh, he's done. This he's, is this is one of the pits that I, parts that okay. I hate, hate, hate. Yeah. A caveless kid from the wrong side of the tar pits. None of that. None nope. of that. Cave. Caveless. caveless. Uh, they don't live in caves. Wrong side of tar pits. Oh. They don't. They don't live in caves. That joke has no teeth. I am mm, very yeah. upsetting. Now, and, and I'm not even trying to fight you too hard on this, Eric. I mean, obviously, I, this I, kid I, I'm came from a broken as, I'm home. I'm speaking as a former social worker for the mentally ill. So <laughs> yeah, when, and, and, when you're dealing with a young from. mind and all that, if you constantly say this is what you did, and you will always be answer, you will always be known for your past sins. There, what other choice than they have to be like, you know what? I'm just going to be the thing you always told me that I am. Sure, and and to be fair, he is. Um, and well, this is where this is where the, sh- the the show takes a very left turn because Wilma immediately is like. Okay, so just to be clear. Now, Wilma's the hero. A Wilma, dumb hero, but a hero. Wilma says, so this child mugged you with a pretend gun, stole your items, pawned them, only is sad because he got caught. He picked him out of a lineup. Let's bring him home for Christmas. Yeah. And that's where we that's where we go with this episode. That's that is plot. <laughs> where this episode is going, is Fred and Wilma take in uh, a Damien from The Omen... <laughs> And try to make him make him love Christmas, despite every reason and every red well, flag. Not Fre- to- Fred is trying to make him love Christmas. Wilma's just like you're troubled. Let's let's 
let's ease off the the shit that you've been through. What really upsets me, I think, about this send up is the fact that the kid does not has not changed. The kid is running running scams. The kid is robbing people. The kid is doing every manner of terrible things. And Wilma's just and he's just, and just Wilma's letting him gaslight her the entire time. And she's like, he's just a kid. Now he that, robbed our neighbor's house. Now that I agree with. And it's just <laughs> they have every. I wanted them to kick this kid out every time he did literally anything. I'm just surprised of how uh, they were, the social services in Bedrock is so bad that they're like, yeah, fuck, take him. Take him. Who no cares? paperwork needed. <laughs> None. He's yours. Instantly. And they even, Today. They even, <laughs> no like, background check on you at all. T- tell me I'm wrong, but they even sort of postulated that they put him with a crime family, and he was too much for, for a crime family. I, uh, no. No to all of this. No. A uh, real quick sidebar: There was a uh, a segment where they show uh, them leaving him with, uh, like, I guess, a Christian uh, priest, maybe, and then a Jewish oh, yes. uh, rabbi, and then a levitating yogi, a levitating yogi, to uh, I, I guess in, in, be inclusive of the brown religions? Question mark. Uh, and then the Pope at the end. That was a little weird. I think it was just weird that they're like, nah, religion will never work for this kid, <laughs> regardless of where it is. Well, what I appreciated was the fact that the Hindi uh, 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 priest was levitating, which means he's clearly the one with the correct religion. What, was nobody he else Hindi? was levitating. I wasn't clear. On, yeah, okay. Um, nobody else, listen, if, if you put me in front I of four holy men. I believe it's yoga. Okay, because fair. because uh, I'm basing this solely off Dalsim. Dalsim, that's the only place fire. to go. No, I'm with you. As the only floating Wait, yogi, he wasn't bl- he wasn't blowing fire, so it's kind of hard to say one way or the it's other. Hard to say, but I would I would lean more towards yoga just because of the levitation. But this is my point. Yeah. If you put me in front of four different holy figures from four different religions, and mm-hmm. one of them of the four can levitate uh, uh, naturally for mm-hmm. real, and the other three cannot, he's the one who's right. Yeah, <laughs> fair. If the other ones' gods were real, they'd also be. What if they followed God's law of gravity, and that's oh, why? Oh boy, my got big hole. Big so hole he's in a my Satanist, argument. is what big you're hole. saying? Are I'm you saying Satan? that fl- that floating yoga, that floating yoga, is evil and f- of the devil. Uh, I guess that's why I'm rooting for the I'm, devil. I'm then I'm floating, back on board. Yeah. Floating yoga. So, because oh. we have a lot of plot to get here, and it's mostly terrible. Mm. So let me just so the kid moves in, uh. and the first thing he does is he <laughs> he hooks up Fred's Fred's TV with free cable porn. Wait, well, hold it. First off, get some rock nog. Rock nog. Rock nog. What the fuck is that? I, it's, it's it's better than nog. stone nog. Uh, stone nog. <laughs> there's there's no right answer to that question of the joke. Yeah. Um. And then yes. On. Turn us on. We're the All Cave Girl Network. All cave girl net is that this is how the kid thinks he's going to ingratiate himself to the new family is hey hey dad here's porn uh they should have called it the playbone network okay well that's so much more maybe a little too on the nose (laughs) (laughs) um cinemax stone (laughs) the all cave girl network suggests like the modern counterpart would be the all girl network which yeah. I guess is lesbian porn. I don't know. Maybe, it, maybe Chad maybe. again. Do not do not look for <laughs> now, it. Now, now hold on, hold on. The two of you mentioned how there's no such thing as a cave as a caveless kid. Mm-hmm. So maybe there's a distinction between a cave girl and I a girl see. from a, a stone house. Oh man, or a house stone, the, whatever they call them. What is that then? Is I it, don't know. Apparently, it, like, it is a a uh, prehistoric lady of the evening. Uh, okay. So, 
I'm guess I'm guessing based on context. I'm guessing saying. that there's a cultural hierarchy happening here, and the people there is a social caste system in the live, Flintstones universe. Yeah, sure. and the people that live somehow in caves prostitutes are live than. in caves. Apparently, well, they, yeah. I mean, that's that's listen. Just a known you just thing. said there's no such thing as caveless kid. It's fair. Okay. Yeah. No, I just need to work through the math in my head. I'm I'm getting there. I'm getting there. So okay. So Stony and Fred have a fight because Stony imagines himself in the wonderful Stone Age Life movie. Like it's a wonderful life. And oh, that's what that was. I wasn't was. sure because so obvious. It was there were a lot of levels Very to that. Deep. It's a wonderful Stone Age Life Very title deep. that yeah. I was just the Jimmy Stewart really character in the black and white and the yeah. full scene. For, None, okay, so With Mr. Potter Stone, Uncle <laughs> Billy Stone, the the Stone Angel. Yeah, what? This yeah. is what really upsets me is the kids like George well, Bailey Stone. Let's <laughs> let's go get a tree. And then and the kid's like, if you give me 20 bucks, I'll get you a tree. And Wilma's like, Fred, give him 20 bucks. He's earned our trust already. And I just assume he's going to take the 20 bucks and disappear for the rest of the episode. No. So he takes the 20 bucks and steals Barney Rubble's tree and brings it in. And they have a touching moment of this tree is beautiful. Barney comes in. That's my tree. And the kid's like, well, uh, uh, I would only charge you 15 for it. And then Barney thinks that's hilarious. And I'm just like, what the F is happening in this episode? Honestly, that $15 joke. Not too that, bad. That hit for yeah. you? I was okay with that, that was one. Fine. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> it's Flintstone-y. Uh, so he literally robs a house. And, and I'm just sending the kid a back. Tree. The next door house, which is going to get you caught. Every it's single gonna time. going to get you caught. Which, which leads me to believe that Stoney just did it for uh, attention. But then Stoney, like, later on, he's just, like, sulking because Stoney's a piece of shit. And he says, what did I do wrong? It's like, you he were... He doesn't know right you are, one. You are robbing people. He was from the wrong side Christmas. of the tar pits. He doesn't just, know. It's, he doesn't believe in Christmas. It, that's fine. But it should be obvious robbing people of their Christmas tree. He's seven years old, and presumably. And pocketing the full $20 you were given. Like, you were given $20 to get a tree. You pocketed the 20 and stole a tree. He got a you tree, had, didn't he? Even at the end of the day, that was, his, that was his logic. Yeah. At the end of the day, you understood that there was a goods and services idea happening here that you have completely undercut. You're under the impression that he knows stealing is bad. He does not. <laughs> and this is why he doesn't belong in Fred Flintstone's house. I'm sorry. Here's the thing. If he, uh, he was given $20 to procure a tree. His service was the procuring of the tree. I see. Yeah. I see. And also, he hooked up free porn at Barney's house, too, because Barney's thrilled about it. At least yeah. he's... At, here's the thing. He's like, man, I'm stealing this guy's tree. I better throw him a bone. Literally. <laughs> a play bone. Uh-huh. God damn it. Play bone network. G.I. <sighs> Joe will return after these messages. They sure work hard, don't they, Barney? Yeah. I hate to see them work so hard. Yeah, me too. Um, let's go around back where we can't see them. Gee, we ought to do something, Fred. Okay. How's about taking a nap? I, I got a better idea. Let's take a Winston break. That's it. Winston is the one filter cigarette that delivers flavor 20 times a pack. Winston's got that filter blend. Yeah, Fred. Filter blend makes the big taste difference, and only Winston has it up front where it counts. Here, ahead of the pure white filter, Winston packs rich tobaccos specially selected and specially processed for good flavor in filter smoking. Yeah, Barney, Winston tastes good, like a cigarette chug. 
The Flintstones has been brought to you by Winston, America's best-selling, best-tasting filter cigarette. Winston tastes good like a cigarette should. G.I. Joe. So then they go, they go, then they go into town and go caroling. Great. I, no, yes. May I interject? No, please. They go to get a picture taken at Rock Center, which obviously is supposed to be Rockefeller Center. Couldn't they call it Rockefeller Center? Or 30 Rock. They didn't even try. They, weren't, they were really They not didn't trying. try at mm-hmm. all. Or I would have even accepted Stonefeller Center. <laughs> Rock a stoner. At center. least be consistent. <laughs> oh. It's 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 go for it. Yeah, so it's Stoney's in the crowd begging, bumming for change, and it's again, it's just unnecessary. Like I guess there's a way you can tell this story. Okay, there's a narrative that you can craft where you create Stony who robs somehow robs Fred and Barney at the beginning of the episode, but you could set him up as a much more sympathetic character. And I think this is maybe in the lazy writing that you're referring to in that they just say, well, he doesn't have a home. Therefore he's free reign to do any manner of bullshit he wants. And you have to feel sorry for him anyway. And I don't have you watched stuff in the nineties. That was all of it. Man. It, it was all was. in the eighties. It was all about orphans and the orphanage and the kids with no homes. Yeah. yeah. Feel like, and but those, saving the youth center. But those yes. kids weren't robbing people. This entire episode. Right. All I heard was that Phil Collins song. Just another day in paradise. <laughs> Uh, and which was all about if you remember the video, it's like all in black and white, and he's yeah. walking slowly and sadly because homelessness took the color from the camera. No, that's I'm not fair. really sure how that works. Well, people but, yeah. that don't live in Los Angeles, like we have a homeless problem here, uh, everything's in black and white right now in and they, Los Angeles and they for like six months now. Slow, and it's really weird. It's yeah. real weird. Everything's yeah. real slow. Slow-mo. You guys, you don't live here, you don't know, but that's how it is mm-hmm. uh, every day. They actually have to put that color in for movies. Uh, Santa Claus, for some reason? I'm not the real Santa, you know. I used to be a broker for Drexel Burnham Stone until the rock market crumbled. It's a a reference to the stock market crash of 1986, and I don't know that it's necessary, and that the savings and loan scandal was also happening in the early 90s, and that was a lot of people lost a lot of stuff there as well. That's what they're kind of referring to in this moment, but why? Why? Why is this needed? People did, who wrote the I don't know, drive-by stoning. Drive they want to make it more depressing. I somehow. thought drive-by stoning was okay. That's like the vent. I'm, I'm fine with what? it. What? I'm fine with that. Because stoning being a biblical thing that was done to adulterers, <laughs> and now you bring, you're bring bringing religion in, and it's a drive-by stoning. It's I, not a religious thing. It no, sort of works. It sort of works. It's just, black people. Oh, is that what they're talking about? Yes. There's a lot. Oh, I'm not cool with it anymore. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you're uh, familiar with uh, 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 CWA Cavemen with Attitudes. Yeah. I would have I would have picked up that. That's the hottest album. Motherfucker of- named Stone Cube. <laughs> hottest album of 10,000 BC. Ice Age Cube is that Ice who Age it is? Cube. Yeah, there you we go. Found it. Hey, we found it. It's there. Zing. Um, okay, so yeah, Santa gives for whatever reason Santa sees Stony, and uh, unlike anything he does with any other kid, he gives his tragic backstory, <laughs> which is completely unnecessary. By the way, kid, I'm super drunk right now. Don't tell anybody. Mm-hmm. And said Stony steals candy canes from him, and then returns them after he feels bad a little bit. Well, later. he returns them after Fred boosts up Santa. 
Like yeah. gives him Fred a cookie. gives him Christmas cheer and an ornament. And he's like, oh, well, thank you. And that's when Stoney's like, you know what? Yeah. And he gives him back some candy canes, foreshadowing to the goodness that Stoney <laughs> would become. Sure. Because he still doesn't quite get it, though. No, because, because he wants... he's a kid and he's learning. Because they want to get a good Learned tree. behavior. They have to get a bad tree. So he goes, hold on a sec. I'll get you the money for the tree. And he runs a con game on people on Christmas. A shell game. The shell game. And we don't know whether or not he conned them. We, we I mean, never know. A shell game is literally it is a, a con. con game. <laughs> it can be, but he is a kid and he could have done a very nice one. All I know is, is that the man had to ripcord start a beaver to chop down the tree, and I loved that. I did like that the chainsaw beaver. I like that. That was a good bit. We can all agree that chainsaw beaver pretty great. Chainsaw I, beaver is a good bit. I just can't believe you're the Wilma of this podcast. You're letting him gaslight you this whole time because he gets in front of this guy. Who I know he's an asshole, but he's a kid that's an asshole. Okay, real quick, yeah. real quick. Uh, you're Wilma. You're Fred. I'm Barney. <laughs> I think we can all agree that that is correct. I think that's fair. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm cool. violent and, and, and loud. Yeah. Oh, I'm, we can I, move on. <laughs> I'm an attractive redhead that nags. Yes. There you go. This all works. Done yeah. and done. Um, yeah. but so, and so the guy comes over. And I, okay, a couple. I got so, I got so many freaking problems. <laughs> so the guy comes over angry because he lost his money. First off, if you if you play a shell game with a seven-year-old, yeah. you're already a terrible person. You deserve All you the deserve. more reason for him not to get mad, not but, to be mad at him. What really upsets me is we all know as viewers that this kid ripped off this dude. And the kid says, I don't I, know it. Mm, this kid this kid says with the with the all of a sudden he gets oh mister i didn't do it and everyone's like that's good enough for me no i didn't he's a liar he is a liar he is the fred is the only person that actually believed him look if you're that big dude creating a a bond (laughs) god damn it that big dude was played the game knowing that if he lost he would beat the shit out of the kid Nobody that big is going Correct. to play a game that uh, crooked and yeah. expect uh, uh, don't play any at other all. Outcome. Yeah, guys, if someone's exactly. playing Find the Lady or Shell Game, don't play. That's how you win. Them. Find the Lady. That's what it's called. It's I know, Monty. but I would just love. I just love <laughs> you know to find the lady and just put point at someone <laughs> that's walking by. Found right there. God Give me my fifty dollars again. I got a check for you. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Hold on. Ugh. She's no lady. Oh. That's the punchline to some some joke, and I don't know what the... Oh, the it should have been fine. The We're going to have to find our 1950s joke books. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so the, the guy... By the way, that's not my view the guy, of women at all. <laughs> the guy hits Fred uh, with a tree and puts him in the hospital. Yeah. So now Fred can't... There's plenty of wind-up, too. Like, oh, he gets drilled. He should have he ducked that, because it's not like he didn't see it coming. He like grabs the tree... There's a pause. He lifts it up. There's another pause. He pulls it back and stops just to let him. He's looking right at it. And then he whips it around and clocks him. And they put, they get put Fred in head bandages and they take him to the hospital, which means we knew about concussions in the Stone Age. Bad job, the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's he could have been saying. a Neanderthal with a thicker skull. Ooh, But uh, he, I mean, he, he's clearly concussed. No, he's he, clearly he in the definitely hospital. has uh, CTE, brain trauma. CTE. CTE. Christmas tree encephalopathy. Thank you very much. Ah, yeah, da, 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 da. Guys, I don't think I can do the show anymore. Uh, I'm already upset, and Chan is You really grab yourself a Kit Kat, friend. Candy. Uh, you, you deserve it. That was well-deserved. So Stoney feels bad because Mr. Slate has replaced Fred's Santa in the Christmas parade. By the way, Mr. Slate, the most considerate boss in history. Is he? Yeah. He went out of his way to see an employee that was injured. 
Okay, fair. To visit him in the hospital, and instead of being like, God damn it, Flintstone, get your thing on, he had he went, no, man, relax, you're in the hospital. It'll be fine. But the only reason he's there is to get the, get the keys so he can get the suit out of his house. Here's the thing. Imagine... He could have just done that and not... You I know, guess, I guess you're right. He could have sent some other other peon at part of Slate Industries. He put lip service Hold to on. It at least. I'm Imagine it's Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, nineteen something something. Okay, uh, I want to say ninety four Survivor Series. Hector Guerrero is about to go out as the gobbledygooker. Nineteen ninety. Thank you. Nineteen ninety. Yeah. Just smacked smacked to shit by uh uh I don't know uh. Two by four because uh, Hacksaw Jim was, yeah. was like yeah. he was like turning he was just turning a corner and didn't notice knocked cold in the hospital. You think Vince McMahon is going to come visit Hector Guerrero and say, "Stay there, I don't need you at the show. I'll get somebody else." You Hell heal no. Hector. Yeah. I got this. That's not Vince. Vince would be like, "Get up, no, God damn it! You're not bleeding you out of your wear eyes." That turkey costume. And Vince you would dance have around. fired him by fax machine. <laughs> That's my point. This. Uh, That's fair. Here's the deal. Yeah. Fine, but it's. Just, I feel like he was only there to get the suit, and then was just putting a nice face on that transaction. <laughs> That's all. Fair. But still. <laughs> well, so Stoney says, okay, but Fred really wants to be in the parade, so Stoney kidnaps Mister Slate and brings the suit. To Fred to do the parade, even though he's concussed. Right. Again, Stoney hasn't it. learned goddamn anything. I know. Because, <laughs> he is, because he's going to learn in prison what happened. Stoney doesn't have to be this horrible for this episode to still be okay. It's That's the my Flintstones. Problem. This he's, is what happens on the Flintstones. He's a 12-year-old kid. He only has a limited number ten, of tools. Maximum 10. ten? I'm going to say 10, Max. I, okay. I thought he was seven. So, I mean, you know. I thought he was seven, too. He's got to be I at least be double digits. Like, like he, he knows how to make it on the streets. He's he's an artful dodger of sorts. Well, like, yeah. And he's how running, you make it on the streets? You steal. Yeah, he's running cons. And so, yeah, like, that's all he, that's that's all all, he knows. That's all the love he has to give. Exactly. But he's been put in foster home after foster home that tried to do right by him, and he has wrecked them. Are you sure they weren't all trying to diddle him? I'm not sure about that at all. Uh, that's fair. all I'm saying. Fair. Kittle diddles? So no. the police are called, and so for whatever reason, Stoney and Fred hang out in the house while the police are there, as opposed to trying... I mean, I mean... That's a lot of police, by the way. It's a lot of police, but I don't know. They have... Which seems accurate, sadly. Oh, hold on real quick. Oh, the things I do for my rock holders... Fuck you, rock, rock holders. holders. Yeah. <laughs> now, and also, I forget to point out, seven-year-old Stoney is driving the car as the valet. Yeah, that's weird. Well. That's that was weird. Okay. I could definitely see that guy hiring underage drivers okay, just fair. to save money. For his rock holders. He could have just yep. been small. Mm-hmm. You know. <sighs> he could be hiring jockeys because he also owns horses, no doubt. And jockeys got to retire early, I'm sure, based on yeah. no experience or evidence on my part. Just seems like a thing. Yeah. So, Turn of events happens. Fred and Stoney both get arrested and thrown in a cell together. And this was maybe the most upsetting quick, part to real me. Real quick. Oh, yeah. Real quick. Yeah. Before we get there, listen to the helicopter. You got here? Those are lip noises. Those are yep. lip noises. What the fuck? Also, what the fuck is a helicopter in the Fred Flintstone universe? I'm sure it's just the flailing lips of a pterodactyl. <laughs> You know what? I'll t- I'll buy that. It's, uh, it's, I, I'm fine. That's as good a guess as any. That's as good a guess I really want to go down the rabbit hole for. <laughs> like every other thing has a normal ass noise. Yeah. Except for the helicopter. Weird. So okay, are we all on the same page here? When they first get to prison, 
Stoney the child is making rape jokes. Yes. He's making yep. prison rape jokes. Can we can we hear it real yeah, quick, Chad? Yeah, let's hear it. Never slow dance with anyone named Bubba. The homophobic 90s. Boom, boom. I mean, the fact these jokes are being made at all, upsetting. Yeah. The fact these jokes are being made by a child yeah. who, in theory, would have been raped in prison to get this lesson. Oh, real quick. Before very, that, very upsetting. Also, he says... Uh, or in one call, of the foster homes. Don't call a prisoner a dirty number. I didn't get that joke. I didn't get it either. Did, a I dirty number? I don't call another prisoner a dirty number. What's a dirty uh, number? I don't know. 69? Uh, that's, that's the only number I can think of. But yeah. also, why would you call anyone a number? Like, do they call each other in prison? Like, hey, number 6050321. That's something only the guards do, maybe. Okay, never mind. I, I know. I, I was a bit that was lost on me as Weird. well. Um, okay, so he's doing... He's doing ra- and finally, at the rape jokes, Fred's finally like, you are a disgusting human being. I have had enough of you. I'm going to draw a line in the prison cell. And I'm going to make sure we just stand opposite sides. We're done. As Christian Bale would say, we're done professionally. Oh, also, don't forget the uh, second uh, real low-key homophobic thing. Wind up playing Marie in the prison musical. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Theater yeah. people. Not yeah. Very. Yep. That was the other one I had. And somehow they bond over the fact that Stoney stole cake from their house and just happened to still have it with him I thought, after processing, which is weird. I thought it was that. Uh, well, yeah, I'm just, that. Uh, well, I'm just perplexed as to how Fred was in, was thrown into prison. It's he his, didn't kidnap Mr. House. He, he didn't kidnap Mr. Slate. I, he's the one that let him out. Yeah, he's the one, and he's not even Stoney's guardian. No. Uh, all, you know what? I hadn't that, thought of that. Yeah, doesn't make any why sense. Why is he in the prison? And on top of that, uh, if it if here's this, the thing, and, and Mr. Okay. Slate, and, and I hate to jump ahead, but Mr. Slate is the one that gets them out. He sets it right. He sets it right again. Great boss. Yeah, because he was legitimately uh, uh, kidnapped. Yeah, and, and what happened to the valet? We didn't really answer that question either. We didn't. Ask- That's a body. Maybe, Here, yeah, That's a body. The There's two bodies. Mm-hmm. We're we're gonna come back to this. Yes. Uh, uh, remind go, me go near ahead. the end. Yeah. yeah. So uh, they they bond over stolen cake that, near as I can tell, Stony smuggled in in his anus. Yeah. <laughs> and pulled mm-hmm. the cake that out, and out. then they share over it. Yeah. Because they were processed, and all their items would have been taken away from them. Mm. They're and in different they, clothes. It, there are no pockets for There's him. Nothing. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing. So I assume this is there, a pocket watch in Pulp Fiction situation. In fairness, I don't think there are any pockets on any of the Flintstone outfits. Nothing. nothing. Mm. Yeah. So I okay. It's, so everything that they pull is is out of the the human pocket. And and <clears throat> I just wrote here. I you hate say this kid. the human pocket like that's a totally normal thing. Yeah. No, the human pocket. <laughs> you know, no, the I, human pocket. I've been there. Um. <laughs> so they finally bond over. Uh, hey, there's here's the deal. Don't rob people and kidnap them. And now they bond over this. Like, oh, let's have a shared lesson. I'm not supposed to run con games. No. He says, Stoney, you have a good heart. And you want the things that you want are fine, but you're going about it the wrong way. Right. Yeah. He's telling him that he's not wrong. The methods that he's doing it are wrong, which is something he never fucking learned. Uh, no. That's the point. But how many times do you have to get in, uh, in prison for doing something before it finally dawns on you? Like, don't do that thing. He's seven. Why are also putting a seven-year-old in adult prison? That's also that's another little, weird thing too. There's weird. a lot of uh, there's a lot. Come there's to think of it, going on there's here. a lot yeah. of oh. nonsensical things happening on the Flintstones. <laughs> uh, guys, I didn't realize this before, but I think that there's some problems with this. <laughs> 
I feel like I'd seen other episodes of the Flintstones, and while <laughs> the the tropes are ridiculous, yeah. the shows and the narratives at least hold up to a degree. Yeah. And I don't feel like they did a good job here. No, I'm not. Have saying I this made is that clear at all? I made that clear on this podcast. I am not happy with the job <laughs> they did. No, or the characterization of this child. In theory, I'm supposed to be feeling bad for the entirety of this episode, who I didn't feel bad for a single second of this episode. I, I, okay. And this is where we differ. Our trains diverge. No, I'm not saying that I felt anything for Stony, but I just, I understand what they were trying to do. It was, I, I, th- I see, oh, good idea, shit execution. <laughs> I see shit How idea. How dare you, shittier execution. This got a primetime Emmy How? nomination in How? 1993. Thus the reason <sighs> it was nominated and did not win. Yeah. Uh, so apparently now Fred's fine again because now they're going to put him in the parade of Santa uh, after uh, Mr. Slate bails him out. Yeah. And Fred makes a bunch of again, excuses. Best for boss ever. Again. Uh, 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 Fred is just, he just immediately, maybe he is concussed because he forgets about all the terrible things Stoney did because they take Stoney away to put him uh, back in the foster home or back in the, the halfway house or wherever the heck he's going to. Yeah. And Fred's immediately like, that kid's done nothing wrong. He needs to live with us. He did not say that at all. That's, but that's the turn he makes in his mind. No, the turn he, that he made concussed. the turn when he got a gift from Stoney. He got a gift from Stoney. Yeah. I assume stolen. And he's like, oh. <laughs> I assume stolen Jesus. from his own house. I just hate this kid. I'm sorry. It's fine. Um, and then Fred somehow ends up in a flying sleigh as Santa Claus, and he goes and gets Stony from the evil, the dastardly Stella Stalactite. The, the what? Horrific. The, the what? The what? The anti-social worker yeah. Stella Stalactite. Anti-social, anti-social worker. She is a dastardly villain. All she I has like done that, is actually. her her <laughs> job. I'm so no. upset that we're vilifying her for yeah. doing her job under very difficult circumstances. Here's the thing. I like that wordplay. I hate that it's applied to her because she That's is fair. doing everything she can to make a good life for this guy. Agreed to a point. Come on, Stony. I can see your placement with the Flintstones went like all the others. That's a shitty thing to say to a kid. She's trying. And yeah. like he's No, you just say, "Hey, come with me." You don't be like, "Well, you fucked up again." She dropped him off with his family and the neck not even that 24 day, hours later, she's picking him from jail. jail. I'm not saying that Adult she isn't jail. doing her job. I'm just saying she's doing her job with a shit attitude. I would say this kid would make anybody have a shit attitude about yeah. about about what mm-hmm. she's doing. I I, I give her professional. I give her 10 times more leeway than I give the kid. Here's the thing. Uh, you can say that off the Clock, not in front of the all kid. Right, fair. I mean, this is all fair. Yeah. As a, as a uh, all my years of retail work give, give me put me on the side of the employee in 100%. most of these sorts of things, yeah. and so I'm looking at her and like these are the things I, that would I wish side I with could the employee, be saying. But you don't shit talk the customer in front of the customer. Oh, I so fair. want to. And I know if you want does, to. I'm like, I know you want you to earn that. But, you earn. But that. when it's social work and when it's a child, you can't do that. You shit. can't. Come on, now, the kid's like. 25 he's we, fine so we talk about the fact that fred didn't actually fill out paperwork he literally abducted the child well that's what that's worked earlier apparently fine. that's what wilma did <laughs> this is well, was like come here come here you <laughs> yeah you live with us now yeah 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 i just uh, the fact that he just flies by and abducts the child and it's like later bitch because <laughs> that's basically what happens no good anti-social worker i'm Donald stone i'm blitz and quartz i'm 
That's just fucking gibberish. It's all very upsetting. Platza all of this pit? is very upsetting. I, yeah, I don't know. What's Platza Pit? I don't know. Platza Pit. That's, That's not blitz, even send up of a Blitz sandwich. and Claws? Blitz what? and Quartz, quartz. Is what blitz I Blitz and Quartz. quartz. That's what okay. I heard it's as well. It's still stupid. It doesn't oh. work. <sighs> okay, so everybody's together for the, the holiday, and the, the, the kids and the grandkids finally made it. And- oh, okay, and this is the point where... Um, they're flying off into space because that's a thing that happens. That's fine. In the, uh, At this point, I'm fine with it. We cut to the social worker who turns to the camera and does these devil eyes. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? Is she evil? Or here's the other thing. Um, why is the little boy in adult jail? And if that is, in fact, the case that uh, uh, little kids get sent to adult jail, why is Fred there? Because obviously he didn't have anything to do with the abduction. Yeah. The two of them were placed there so that they could have a reconciliation, so that they can uh, like uh, be locked up in the place, you know, like you do. You like your yeah. bottle episodes yeah, where yeah, like, yeah. they the learn something from each other. Fred. This entire thing was a setup by the anti-social worker who what they should have done oh, is just done a, like a little ding a ling a ling a ling a ling. The social worker is an angel. Yes. As in the. Uh, uh, Chris, uh, uh, yeah. As in uh, it's, the, a it's a wonderful it's a, it's a, Stone, Stone Age, Age life. life. Yeah. Ended it like that. Oh, my God. That oh, just so good. Shan, tiny, you made this tweak. amazing. You have to make that tiny tweak, but they didn't do it because they hate women. Yeah. Because they hate women. <laughs> and social workers, apparently. I don't know. They hate a lot of things. I, they hate gay people. They hate sure. caveless they people. Hate, they hate caveless people. Also, they hate cave girls. I'm gonna start calling. I'm gonna start calling it the caveless problem. And yeah, not, yeah the, there's a caveless on. problem in America. A lot of drive-by stonings happening. So uh, we, we end with our thing where they say the newest member of the family has to put the star on Stony. That's actually you, not the grandkids. And you get to hang the star. Here's the thing. Um, uh, I have noticed over the past couple of years, perhaps not coincidentally, uh, because I now have a child, sometimes things like this, even as I am raging, literally as I am raging and angry and shouting at the screen because it's so goddamn stupid, just a teeny bit of a tear in my eyes. I'm like... He's he's let he's he's part of the family now, and he's putting the star on top of the tree. Yeah. And I hate myself for it, but I've become soft in my old age. And when the wolves come, they're going to take me down first because I am I get a little weepy sometimes at these things. Well, they had to do that, Chan, because I did a little bit of research, <laughs> and this is the only appearance of Stony. <laughs> So oh. they had to end him on a high note. Oh, boy. Oh, I so assumed that there was a show of... that came after this right? with Stoney this, in it. That's what it seemed to ramp up to, right? That's what they're leading towards. Yeah, but uh, no, but they, that didn't happen. Stoney went back to the orphanage. Apparently. And the, not only that, he took... This is what also what he took away with him. This is the last appearance of Pebbles and Bam Bam in their adult forms. Oh, wow. And also, thus, also the, the last appearance of the grandkids. Roxy and Chip, the grandparents. Wow. Dang. He retconned. Stoney's appearance retconned everything. <laughs> so, what I'm, just to be clear now, 
Stoney doesn't appear again and nope. is never mentioned again, yep. nope. which means that he really is a piece of shit. <laughs> they won't even talk about him anymore. As soon as well, they, they went off the air. Because they're busy raising their children, <laughs> Pebbles and Bambi, who are, now young who are infants again, so this is... who are toddlers. So uh, so if I'm going to go ahead and let's go ahead and, and push forward a little further, Stoney murders the everybody here on Christmas night <laughs> for the darkest possible ending of the Flintstones. I choose to believe it's a... Uh, it's an alternate timeline. Alternate timeline. Yeah. Okay. This is like a, a crisis on infinite. A, cri- a crisis on infinite bedrocks. Yes. Okay. And I <laughs> think this is. I'm going for the darkest timeline. It's knowing is half the podcast. The multi stone verse, if you will. Wow. <laughs> wow, guys. Wow. <laughs> what a ride, right? Wow. We really, guys. I honestly feel like um, we took a journey today, and we ended up with Chan making this an excellent special. We ended with Eric making it a strange retcon special, and me, I'm still angry, but a bewildered uh, anger of joy. I just want to... Uh, uh, you were going to end a, up that way anyway. I think so. <laughs> yeah, I think you're regardless. right. Regardless. A real quick point that the year that this got nominated for an Emmy, the winner was uh, something called The Roman City, which I believe is sort of like a uh, was like an animated special about like a the architecture structure of a Roman city. So like not a kid fair at all. Um, What what else was this? It was surrounded by though. um, Duckman, Ren and Stimpy. Yeah. Great. Some Christmas special I'd never heard of the year after that. uh, The Simpsons won. What's the Christmas special that you never heard of? Uh, The town Santa forgot. Oh yeah. Classic. Uh, I remember. Oh, you remember? Yes. I I didn't forget. Unlike (laughs) Santa. Uh, The year before that was uh, Batman, the animated series. Oh, naturally. Um, Claymation Easter before that Simpsons before that Simpsons before that. Uh, And then we uh, go back into the eighties where there is a fucking string of Garfield, Garfield, Kathy for one year, Garfield, Garfield, <laughs> fucking. This and, should not surprise you. And that's winners of the Emmy. Oh, uh, in the year 1986, <laughs> the winner was Garfield's Halloween Adventure. The only other cartoon up for the Emmy was Garfield in Paradise. <laughs> <laughs> so that Lean was truly Both of which were solid for the time. <laughs> you know, have the to time. we call the 80s the golden it. age of uh, holiday themed animation for that reason. <laughs> Uh, wow, Chan, that's some guys. You guys are bringing some really excellent research here. I did none. I just happened to notice Megan Mullally did the voice of uh, Pebbles. That's really as far as I got with the research. I was just look. I mean, and and being a very huge proponent of the foster system as I am, and I'm a huge fan of of of, of helping kids. Yeah. I would. I really. And to what Chan kind of said about himself, I really would think the send up of that would have had an emotional impact on me. <laughs> being those are such close to home issues for me, and they did not even yeah. a little bit. I no, wanted that I, kid I to go away. That, well, that's the thing. They did a disservice to the character of Stony and did a disservice to the character of the antisocial worker. A hundred percent. Like there, it was. It was everyone being terrible all the time, yeah. which I don't like. Yeah, the kid could have been bad without being like criminal bad i don't mind the criminal bad it's more of everyone's reactions to the criminal bad and the over the topness of the crimes thank you i think maybe had they been pettier crimes that he could have learned from and maybe if i would have seen a process along the way i know they try to do the thing with the putting back of the candy canes i feel like yeah i feel like the crimes could have been lessened and everyone's reactions could have been maybe better yeah i I think the problem is the flintstone's 
lack nuance. The Flintstones <laughs> lacks a little tone. So yeah. you know, there's there's that. It just it it just. You tried, guys. It didn't work. But, but guys, you tried. You were up for an Emmy. <laughs> I, I guess. So yeah. my opinion what means do we less know? than that. Than that moment. You actually you. got a cartoon made. I <laughs> can't. Bless, you. Yeah, Bless yeah. you for it. So, guys, and that's our show. That is the Flintstones holiday Christmas. Whatever the F it was. Uh, Eric, thank you so much for being a part of the show. Thank you for um, having me. Uh, let's this go ahead and so much fun. Plug your projects again. Plug your social media. Let's let yeah, the people know. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Eric W. Barnes. That's E-R-I-K-W-B-A-R-N-E-S. If you like uh, comedy, if you like uh, wrestling, I hate comedy. If, and all that, you can see me post uh, when I'm going to be up doing some comedy shows at the Pack Theater, perhaps. Awesome. If I'm going to be doing play-by-play for Wrestling Pro Wrestling. Or just a fun little article from Bunny Ears, your little chuckle hut from good old Macaulay Culkin. Love it. Love it. Awesome, guys. And uh, uh, if you want to check out Chad, you have anything you want to plug, by the way? You have a wrestling podcast you talked about earlier. Yeah, I'd love uh, to know more. Yeah, yeah. It's called WW Recap. Uh, check that out. We're, okay. we're, well, we're on hiatus this month, so <laughs> like, I'm like, don't go right now. Just wait until January. Glad I started that. Guys, you can check me out on the Who Would Win show, uh, where we debate uh, superhero battles and character, you know, uh, characters from fantasy, pop culture, sci-fi, what have you. Uh, who would win in a fight? It's always been argued in every comic store from here to eternity. Uh, we try to take interesting matchups that people don't don't do, and we have a really good time with it. And we've got some exciting. Uh, we have a holiday themed episode Ooh. coming out very soon. I don't want to ruin just yet because we haven't actually officially as of this recording made sure that that's going to be the episode we do but i'm just saying we have a holiday themed episode in mind that i'm very excited about so you should check that out uh for the show that you just listened to we are at gi joe podcast on twitter also you can check us out facebook.com slash knowing is half the podcast or if you want to be a real good fan of the show patreon.com slash knowing is half the podcast enjoy your t-shirts that's the thing we want to do more of. we want more swag because we don't know what to do with the money we get from patreon so we just really want to put it back in your pockets again in the form of cool knowing is half the podcast merchandise and again, this was a uh, thank you, Shane, for this suggestion. Uh, we're going to hopefully do more suggestions for this holiday season. And and we want to do those because we want to give back to you guys. Because, guys, Patreon, we appreciate you so much. And we don't, you know, with all the craziness that's been going down the last couple months, we have not given back as much as I would have liked to. So we, I want to give back extra this holiday season. And come 2020, I want to give back a whole lot more. So, guys, I appreciate you. Thank you so much for being with us. And it's patreon.com slash knowing is half the podcast if, if you're at home or not a part of that and want to be a part of that you should it's great you get a tons of bonus episodes 50 60 some odd bonus episodes and and more every day uh, that's a lie but you do get more from time to time <laughs> and that's fantastic too so otherwise you get this up on social media uh chan where can they find you on social media at 999 rpm you can find me at almighty ray and i've already done the other part so till next time enjoy your christmas everybody even before christ was born Happy holidays, y'all. Bam, bam. Flintstones, meet the Flintstones. They're the modern Stonish family. From the town of Bedrock, they're a page right out of history. Someday, they be purple when the fight is in that cat will stay out for the night. When you're with the Flintstones, have a yabba dabba do time. Hello, dear listeners. Do you enjoy playing video games with your best friends? 
then I have the pod for you. I'm Philip, host of the Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. Each week, my co-host Nave and I break down a cooperative experience in gaming, and we are always looking for new co-op partners to join us. So come play with us on the Gaming Together podcast. So I'm standing over this toilet taking a piss, and I'm playing my Pokemon, and I dropped it in the toilet. I remember the Game Boy just tumbling in the water. And I remember screaming for my mom, trying to get this Game Boy. Wait, how old are you? And she yelled at me. She yelled at me. Oh my god. Traumatized. I was like, no, my my Pokemon. That's Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. Come on down, co-op partners.